You're listening to the Nurture Project podcast with Sophie Dale. So today I am really pleased to welcome to the podcast um, Gabriella Espinosa. Um, she is a women's body wisdom guide and I think she's going to have all kinds of interesting insights for writers in getting more connected um, to our bodies and not just thinking of ourselves as floating heads, um, which can be a bit of an occupational hazard. Um, so Gabriella, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sophie. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so before we kind of dive into talking about um, tuning into the body and um, what self-care really means and so on, I'd love it if um, we could just um, hear from you a little bit about your journey that has brought you to doing this kind of work um, because it, it's quite specialist and it's, it's not possibly what you thought you were going to do um, with your life. So it'd be really fascinating to hear a bit about that. Sure. Uh, so as you introduced me, I am a, a woman's body wisdom guide. Um, and so I integrate um, my over 15 years of yoga teachings, as well as um, nutritional coaching, as well as um, somatic movement, um, as a way of in, empowering and informing women to connect with their bodies and take charge of their hormonal health. So my focus is um, women's health and women's hormones. Um, and I, I feel passionately um, that when women are able to do this, they, um, you are able to experience greater joy, pleasure, and meaningful connection with yourself and your relationships. So I often um, meet women at that midlife point, um, 40s and, um, and onwards, um, when things start to shift, when our hormones start to shift. And so I totally get the fatigue, overwhelm, sometimes a lack of support you feel when this starts to happen. So I, I spent 15 years working in the corporate sector, traveling around the world. I had three children in five years and strived to be the perfect mother, the perfect wife, an entrepreneur at the expense of my health, putting myself last and not nourishing myself properly. So um, when I arrived to my 40s, I was already running on empty, burned out on both ends and developed an autoimmune um, thyroid condition. And um, I didn't know at the time that our hormones are like an orchestra, right? And one, when one is out of tune, others soon follow. So I feel that my, um, my thyroid condition sort of fast-tracked me into um, perimenopause, um, and I started experiencing the classic symptoms of perimenopause, anxiety, low mood, brain fog, insomnia, loss of libido. Um, and I, it took a lot of tears and perseverance to find a practitioner at that time, because that was 10 years ago, to, um, to inform me, because at that time we weren't talking about our hormones. We weren't talking about these natural transitions in a woman's life as much as you're hearing about it now, right? And so it took a lot of, a lot of research, a lot of knocking on different doors um, to finally find someone who congratulated me for entering perimenopause. And I did a lot um, to change my diet, to address my gut health. I was already a yoga teacher, so I turned to the healing um, practices of yoga and breath work. Um, but I still was missing something, right? I still was missing something. I, I was feeling a little bit lost. 
um, felt I had lost my sense of purpose, my gusto for, for life. And I was just sort of going through the motions for about three years. Um, and then I met um, one of my, my embodiment movement teacher, Michaela Bohm. Um, and she spoke about things that really resonated with me. She spoke about connecting to my body wisdom. She spoke about stripping away the layers of stress and coping and overwhelm and limiting beliefs um, to reveal not someone I was trying to be or someone society was telling me to be. It was about the discovery and reclamation of the innate knowledge of my body holds and reconnecting to my true nature, my rhythms and my unique gifts. So approaching my body from a place of abundance instead of from a place of lack or needing to be fixed or changed. Um, and appreciating my body as a vehicle that allows me to be alive and moving um, in this world. Um, and knowing that when I approach my body and my life from this place of abundance, it's much easier to, to care for my body, knowing that I can serve it better. So I learned several practices with her, most importantly, a, a movement modality, which I teach called the nonlinear movement method. Um, and it is a regular practice that I do daily. It's really basically about moving with my feelings, moving with the sensations in my body. I'm allowing them to shift, to rise and fall and um, letting my body's wisdom to guide the way. And um, it allows me to process and release emotions, to release stuck emotions, stuck tension, um, allows me to release them into flow and it really opens, makes room for um, creativity for um, a fresh outlook, fresh perspective on my day. And, um, and so I combine evidence-based um, science approaches uh, around body, breath, and movement to help women balance their hormones, connect with um, the wisdom, vitality, and purpose that's already um, within you. And um, that's a little bit of what I do, a little bit of introduction of what I do. And um, I am really excited about a lot of science that's emerging right now um, in the field of, um, in, the, in the science of well-being around interoception, right? So this is um, informing new approaches to body image, physical health, mental health, chronic pain, and overall wellness. And it has the power to shift our attitudes about how we feel in our bodies. So this line of research is in this area called interoception, which is basically the ability to sense inwards, to feel the inner condition of our bodies. And science has shown us that being better able to feel inside our bodies helps us feel better about our bodies. So I love this mantra, um, feeling is believing. So when you were talking about nonlinear movement, it sounded to me like that might have the power to get somebody unstuck when um, writer's block is really holding them back. Do you think that would be the case? Mm, yeah, it's a, it's a very powerful practice. Um, for um, doing exactly that, shifting through um, uncomfortable or difficult emotions. So the practice allows you to smooth out the nervous system. So um, releasing tension, um, emotional stress, 
thought loops, right, that are constantly going through your minds. Um, and so the result is a systematic, self-guided um, unburdening of the nervous system. And so it, through the movements, it educates the body how to release and process um, contraction, stress, and emotional tension. It allows you to um, unwind and um, the body, um, relax the mind, and releases any trauma patterns into flow. So it can also do that. And because you're circumventing, right, the analytical mind and loops and tension present in the body, it allows you to, to access um, the natural intelligence of the body. So through gentle um, guided movements, the body guides you the body takes over the natural genius of your body starts to guide you um to through through movements through identifying and processing the emotions and what i feel is that it really opens my capacity it opens room for um, greater creative expression for connecting deeper to my heart and um, how i want to show up in the world and I think it's a, a fabulous practice for anyone doing creative work. I always feel an immediate shift in um, my mindset and how, um, in, in, in terms of how I want to um, navigate my day and in, in how I come up with projects that I want to create. It helps me um, you know, relate better to my relationships and people around me because I'm really deeply connected um, to my bodily wisdom and I don't have all these loud noises, right? The stress, the tension, the mind, those sort of get shifted to the side. And what is revealed is your, your true essence, right? Your true essence, your... Um, you're the, the real you, right? That's free of all the labels of expectations. Um, the real you shines through. So I, I find it's an incredible modality for, for creative, um, for creative um, people, um, for anyone really. And I use it with women in particular um, because as we navigate hormonal shifts, right, we can get taken... Um, pulled out of our bodies, right? The, the um, uncomfortable sensations, all the symptoms that are associated with um, perimenopause or menopause take us out of our body into a stress response. And so we lose that connection with our bodies, right? And so I use a practice with women to um, come back to connection with their bodies, right? Tune into what feels good in their body already, right? The body, the practice allows you to tune into the goodness, the aliveness, the pleasure that's already there, but it's being drowned out by all these other noisy, noisy um, emotions or noisy um, sensations or thought loops or um, stories or narratives that are going through our mind. So it allows you, again, to smooth out the nervous system and um, allow really the goodness, the pleasure, the aliveness, the creativity that is already within you to shine through. It sounds so that's the practice in a nutshell. <laughs> it sounds extremely powerful. Um, if somebody's listening to this and that, that already appeals to them as an idea, um, but they're not 
able to immediately do a workshop or 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 start doing non-linear movement kind of there and then is is there some small um kind of fairly immediately doable thing that you can suggest to someone who is feeling disconnected from their body at the moment Mm. well i do um, a practice called an embodiment tune-in. So I always actually do this before I do the non-linear movement method. And I come to lie on my back or sit in a chair. And um, I first take five deep, slow breaths. So I'm allowing that exhale to be longer than the inhale. So when you extend the exhale slowly and deeply, it brings your body into a parasympathetic response, a relax and restore response. So I start by taking five deep, slow breaths. You can use... um, You can use a counting method, either inhaling for four, exhaling for eight. As long as you make that exhale um, deliberately longer and slower than the inhale, that starts to bring your body into a relax and restore state. And then I usually place um, my hands on my body, so hand on heart, hand on belly, to really have a, a deeper felt sense of my internal experience also to bring that sense of feeling safe in my body so science shows us that the sense of touch um, self-touch sends signals to our brains um, informing our, our, our nervous system that we are safe that we are at home in our bodies and then i go through this Um, Layer by layer, um, I go through uh, my physical state. I I tune into how I'm feeling physically and allow myself to recognize, acknowledge, and welcome how I'm feeling physically in my body. So it's a a little inventory that I move into my mind space, notice the um, thought loops, the stories or narratives that are looping through my mind. I then move into my... um, nervous system notice if my nervous system is agitated or buzzing or if it's feeling relaxed Um, i then um, move into my emotional body really noticing what my body is holding what emotions my body is holding what is the tone of those emotions and um, i if i can't really pinpoint what it is whether it's sadness or frustration or anger, I either bring a color to mind or a texture or a flavor. Now I'm feeling blue or I'm feeling red or this, this feeling that I'm experiencing has the texture of you know, rough sandpaper or it can be a nice plush sheepskin throw, right? So really tuning, taking an inventory of all the layers of your being and um, allowing, allowing whatever the inquiry um, um, brings up for you to rise to the surface. And I usually use a, an intention, right? I bring an intention to this practice. So either something like my body speaks and I allow myself to receive or I am listening to my body, I embody my body. So I am constantly repeating these intentions to myself to stay present 
with this inquiry, with this little inventory that I'm taking. And I find that once I am able to, to acknowledge what is going on for me in any given moment, once I, 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 I come into this place of befriending, right? Befriending or welcoming whatever is arising for me in this moment, um, I'm able to, to sort of widen the circle of compassion for myself, right? The circle of compassion, I can widen the space of acceptance um, that I'm going to be okay, that this is part of my experience in this moment and acknowledging that this is part of the, the rich tapestry of who I am in this moment. And I then am able to um, go on um, with my day because I'm able to acknowledge and welcome um, whatever is arising and make room for that. So this embodiment tune in, just as the nonlinear movement method um, does, it allows you to create space for your experience, for the experience that you're holding in that moment. Um, and sometimes that experience can shift and um, it changes shape and you can come into this experience of feeling more alive and well because in your body because you've, you've, you've come into that um, deep dialogue that, um, with your body um, from a perspective of support uh, from the perspective of being a friend, a parent, to, to support and hold that experience for yourself. So embodiment tune-in, taking that moment step-by-step -step inventory of all those different layers that make you uniquely you, making space to welcome, to befriend that experience, right, with compassion and acceptance, um, setting an intention for yourself to welcome where you are in this moment to embody your mo your body in this moment to listen to your body and receive what it has to offer and i feel when you're able to do this you then can um respond to your body from a place of deep knowing you then know how to look after your body you know how to um, listen to your body and respond in the way of nourishment in terms of either how to, to feed your body properly. Maybe your body asks, is asking you for rest and you know that you can offer that to yourself, to your body. Uh, maybe your body's asking for connection, for um, more pleasure or aliveness. And so maybe you take the steps to go do that. Maybe you go for a walk in nature, you call a friend. Um, your body's constantly speaking to you. Right, but the thing is, we, we don't listen, right? So, taking time to listen to what your body asks of you um, then allows you to then um, give your body back what, what she's asking, what she's, she wants from you. Perfect. Um, and if, if somebody does want to explore the nonlinear movement, aspect of things further I believe you do um, workshops including online workshops um, so I offer online workshops um, from time to time I I do um, love the live and in-person practice um, so I do 
teach, um, I am currently teaching the practice in a studio called um, House of Wisdom. It's over on Euston Road. So I'm teaching the practice live there. Um, but I do offer um, workshops from time to time, um, at least once a month, um, online guiding um, women through the practice of either moving what you're feeling or um, there's a different um, aspect to the practice of connecting with pleasure, connecting with that goodness, that sense of well-being, aliveness that's always present, but that sometimes gets drowned out with the louder noises that are going on within us. So those are two, two, two practices. I also do one um, part of the, the nonlinear movement method is um, a, a very more powerful practice of releasing. So um, it's that the intention is of releasing whatever is stuck. So um, it's done with music. So the music informs the movement. So that's done with a little bit more powerful, energetic music that allows you to release. And I guide you, give you prompts to releasing whatever you need to release. And then there's another modality that's called calling in. So it's sort of like manifesting, right? Whatever you want to call in in your life, I guide you through that process. And again, the music influences it, my prompts influence it, the movement that you're um, being guided in by your own body, bodily intelligence informs you, um, informs the movement and allows you to make space to, to welcome and call in whatever you want to call in in your life at any particular moment and if somebody um wants to sign up for a workshop is the best place to follow you via your website or yes you can uh you can look up my website it's www.gabriellaespinosa.com and i have um, my events listed there um you also have a listing of all my classes that i teach and um, or you can follow me on Instagram. Sometimes I give little, you can, I have little videos um, on my Instagram page of, um, of myself doing the practice. So you get a sense of, um, of what the practice looks like. So my Instagram handle is at Gabriela Espinosa. And um, yes, and you can get in touch with me if you're interested in doing one-on-one -on -one work or doing it as a group or joining one of my group classes. Perfect. Thank you. Um, and thank You're you very, very much welcome. for um, joining me on the podcast today. It's been a pleasure. And I, I really wish everyone, all your membership, um, so much, um, so much um, luck in their, in, in their um, endeavors of writing and being creative and bringing, birthing a new work into the world. And I find really making space for, um, for the full spectrum of your experience, right, allows you um, to expand your capacity for greater creativity and aliveness which, and pleasure which infuses any, any, any creative endeavor, I feel. So best of luck and yeah, please feel free to get in touch. Thank you for listening to the Nurture Project podcast. If you enjoyed this, please make sure to check out the other episodes.